Hello and welcome back to the Leeds 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 podcast. My name's Joe Mewis, I'm the Leeds United editor here at Leeds Live and uh, much like Leeds United ourselves, we're um, delving into the into the squad here because uh, I've got Matt Millington alongside me, the Leeds Live publisher. Matt, Hello. how are you doing? You alright? Yeah, good, yeah. Thanks for having me on, yeah. Looking forward to chatting ahead of that big game at Millwall. Indeed, and it is a big game. Um, we're going to be chatting about that shortly, um, plus, plus all the rest of the news that's, that's happened um, during the international break because there's plenty to talk about. Um, and then looking at uh, uh, one of the good features we've had on the website this week. So, I think there's only one place to start, really, and that's um, injuries, isn't it, Matt? Um, you, you were down at Thorpe Arch yesterday. We were recording here on um, Friday afternoon. Um, you were at the Thorpe Arch for Bielsa's press conference yesterday, and that was sort of front and centre. That was the main top talking point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The first question was injuries. Of course, we were we were fully aware of um, of Patrick Bamford um, being out, but but we were you know looking to to, to find answers on Berardi, Hernandez. And then you know to see Kemar Roof in there as well. Um, you know he's he's out for for two to three weeks as well with a calf injury. So you know straight away he, he just came out with a list of the you know four key players there um, that we are not going to have for the for the trip at Millwall and, and and several games after that. So a big concern. What what are your thoughts on that? I mean, Pablo sort of goes without saying he's been yeah. crucial this year um, to see Roof and Bamford out at the same time what, what was your take on that? I know it was um, obviously we got the news about Bamford earlier in the week I think that was uh, that was Tuesday or Wednesday wasn't it Tuesday that uh, we found out he's four months sidelined which um, for you sort of marquee summer signing huge blow obviously I know we haven't seen too much from Bamford but I think all Leeds fans are expecting him to step up and play a big part yeah. as the season went on yeah, he was, he was going to be um, ready to step in wasn't he? I think um, he was yeah and, um, I, although there's uh, Certainly, coming from the club, there's quite a sense of relief that it wasn't a worse injury. Um, I think you know it was one of these non-contact injuries. He went down, and I think by the sounds of it, now speaking afterwards, there was a fear that he would might miss the whole season, or you know, so like a nine-month injury. So, um, if you're looking for positives, you know, he's only out for four months, which should, you know, if he can make a quick recovery, he might be back for the festive period. But the one thing Leeds didn't want to happen with Bamford going down was to lose uh, Roof straight away, and obviously that's exactly what's happened. Um, Obviously, we know how well um, Roof's been playing this year. He's um, he's the leading scorer. He's uh, been really putting really good shifts in. You know, not he got Player of the Month, didn't he? Of course. Um, yeah. So, sort of the whole front line has been built around him. You know, he's he's definitely compared to last year. I think. You know, I, I don't think Leeds fans were sort of um, you know against him, but he certainly wasn't the main man that he's become this year. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. I, I didn't even. I think a lot of fans won't have known that he, that he had that in him. Yeah, but even I think. The uh, the goal at Derby sticks out. Um, oh, exactly. Yeah, that yeah, unbelievable. The second goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second goal when he's just when he's taking you know fr- from nothing and he mm. he makes it you know makes it happen. So it's it's a huge you know a, a huge shock. And Berardi, you'd um, you'd spotted him on crutches, hadn't you? Uh, That's after right. The yeah, game. the the Borough game, which seems seems an age ago now, is uh, was a couple of weeks ago. Me and um, me and Baron were doing our Facebook live um, inside the stadium, and he hobbled past us on crutches, and obviously it didn't look good. Um, amusingly enough, he was uh, actually on his way to his thirtieth um, birthday party that day. That night, so um, we saw pictures of him in his Leeds training kit on crutches at his thirtieth birthday party, which was uh, which was quite amusing. But um, <laughs> less amusing is the fact that he's probably going to miss another three weeks. They said yesterday. So um, obviously, we've got a huge game at Millwall coming up. We've got two games next week. We've got the midweek clash with Preston before Birmingham. Um, so again, it's it's another sort of big chunk of games he's missing. That they're coming thick and fast. Definitely, yeah. It's a busy period. Do you, do you think that? 
I mean, obviously, Jamie Shackleton as well, uh, an ankle injury, um, so he's out as well. Do you think that on the back of this this run of games now, where we stand after that, will you know, will will give us a much better understanding of where you know where Bielsa is and, and where Leeds could finish this year? Because this is this is the biggest test now, isn't it? Yeah, this certainly. Yeah, this time's the biggest test that Bielsa's had. Um, I mean, we know there's going to be injuries. It's, it's football, you know. It's it's the nature of it. Um, but Leeds do. It does feel like Leeds have been unlucky that all these injuries happen at the same time in attacking positions. You know, you got they're down to their third choice striker against uh, Millwall, who hasn't played a full ninety minutes yet this season. Um, Pablo Hernandez. I mean, his his loss was keenly felt against Middlesbrough. I thought um, they were they were missing that spark, that creativity. His, his last appearance was Norwich when he scored that superb goal. Um, ran the show. Um, Barron was down at that game. I think he gave him nine out of ten in his player ratings. Um, you know, and he's he's been one, one of the best performers this this season. So, and he's out for five weeks as well, which um, takes us probably through to the next international break in October. So, and I think there's six games coming up till then. So that's eighteen points there. And you know, if, if Leeds are to go off the boil now, then it's you know they're not going to be top of the table going into the next international break. That's for sure. Um, but I think. I mean, you were at the Bielsa press conference yesterday. From what I saw of it and what I've read, he didn't didn't have the air of a, the man who was panicking about it. No, I mean, I, I, I suppose it's it's typical for managers to you know to just say, look, we'll deal with it. We've, mm. we've you know we've got we've, the, the squad is bigger than just eleven players. But the way Bielsa, the way that he talks and, and expresses what he's thinking, you do sort of believe him and he, he sounded like he, he has faith in the squad they've been working as an 18-man squad not an 11-man squad mm-hmm. um, he mentioned in particular you mentioned about the international break he mentioned Tyler Roberts uh, who featured um, right. for Wales so he, he was the question was who is that who is that replacement that's going to come in for Roof and Bamford and mm. and it, it was all it seemed to be all on Tyler Roberts so I think you know, he was that big that big signing that, that everybody wanted uh, in the winter transfer window in, yeah. in January. Um, it's now his time to step up, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, sort of um, cautiously optimistic about, about Tyler Roberts here. Um, as you said, he arrived. It was deadline day in the uh, in the January window, for, uh, two and a half million from West Brom. Obviously, we didn't see any of him um, last season. He, he got picked up that shin injury. Um, that's I suppose that's the key worry now. Is you know are his shins you know made of cardboard here <laughs> like I think a lot of yeah. fans fear they might be but um, as you say he won his um, got his first two Welsh caps uh, over the break um, Ryan Giggs called him up he even replaced Gareth Bale in that first game they had so you know he's been mixing with the right people it's a good sign <laughs> it's, yeah, a, it's good a good sign, sign. Um, and I think we've, we've certainly seen flashes of his ability um, he's got an excellent goal pre-season against Oxford yeah it was a good um, one yeah. and he seems like a really down-to-earth humble guy as well I spoke to him after the um the friendly at South End, uh, the pre-season friendly, um, and that was his very first appearance at a Leeds shirt when he came back. Um, and I think he came on for the last half hour there, and he, he was really sort of infectious personality. You could tell he was absolutely buzzing to be back on the football pitch. He, he spoke, you know, he had a real um, air of sort of confidence about him, but he's he quite humble. Um, I think he knows what it is to, to work, and I think he's, he's had a full Bielsa pre-season under him, so the fitness. You know, it, it shouldn't really be a problem now, um, and you know he's certainly got ability. I mean, yeah, I think I think Bielsa. Um, I think fans. The way the way I see it is, everybody's just listening to what Bielsa thinks. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the transformation in the team, which is very similar to last year, has been unbelievable. So mm-hmm. if Bielsa's got faith in Tyler Roberts at the moment, 
Yeah, that, that's that's enough, isn't it? And, and the fans will get behind him, I'm sure, um, over this this next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, you look to some of the players, you know, because essentially it has been um, last season's squad that's that's got leads to the top of the table. You know, look at the players, Liam Cooper, Calvin Phillips, all those sort of players who have just looked transformed. So, so you know, why is he, why won't he have done his magic with Tyler Roberts? You know, that's that's the optimistic side. Um, there's there's a couple of other options there. Um, that certainly a lot of fans have been calling out for to, to look down to the under-23s. Um, Ryan Edmondson, I'd imagine he'll be on the bench tomorrow. Um, he'll see a lot more of a physical presence than uh, than Tyler Roberts, which could come in handy, you know, down at the den, you'd have thought. Um, yeah, I mean, Bielsa meant, he mentioned, his, his answer was, I mean, quite a practical one. It was that, you know, Leeds United have got a good academy and it's there for times like this mm. when, you know, when we need when we need players to step up. Um, he didn't really mention Ryan Edmondson so much. Uh, as I say, it was all it was all on, on Tyler Roberts. But, um, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd potentially expect him to be on the bench uh, and maybe coming on, um, you know, in, in that final 20 minutes or so. That's right, yeah. Um, which might be crucial yeah. in, a, in a tough game <laughs> in a against tough game Mellon. like that, yeah. Um, as well, uh, Jordan Clark, the, the, sorry, Jack Clark is the uh, the other player that um, I think a lot of fans will want to see. He's um, He's got a really good goal for the under-23s in that fateful game where Bamford got injured. Um, this really sort of nonchalant volley um, that he side-footed in. Um, again, he's very talented. Um, yeah, th- these are players that, that impressed in pre-season. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I particularly remember the, the Geisley game. I think it was Clark and Edmondson that really stepped up for that Geisley game. Um, and although pre-season wasn't much to shout about for Leeds fans, there was just a couple of glimpses of, of what the yeah. next, you know, the, these, these new players coming up were, were going to bring to the side. I'll say like um, Shackleton, for instance, yeah. yeah. Exactly, so... Um, so yeah, um, you know it's it, it's going to be tough against Millwall. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a big, it's a big game, isn't it? It's a it's a huge game, and it's. Um, I mean, what's funny is it's almost a year to the day since Leeds went down there, um, and Leeds have an identical record: played for, sorry, won four, drawn two, and a plus ten goal difference. Um, they went down last year, obviously riding on the sort of the crest of a wave under Thomas Christensen, lost one nil, and then I think they only won one of the next five matches. So. Um, a lot got talked about that defeat last season. Yeah, was that the first sort of you know chinking their armour there? Yeah, um, to speak of it sort of was. But to me, it's just it's so as similar as that is to last year. It, it's so different. Yeah, completely. This year. it's com- yeah. it's like a new club completely. And Bielsa and Christensen, then then just not you know they're not they're not made from the same. I don't no, know what the expression well. is, but you know, you know what I mean. Exactly. I think, um, yeah. No one's made from from the same cloth as Bielsa, I don't think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, I'm. I was going to say I was confident for Millwall. I think with the injuries, it'll be tough. I think I'd mm. be happy if we went down there and just put a solid performance in and came away with a point. I th- yeah. With you. I, I think know. a lot of people, given the record, I mean, I think they've lost um, eight of their last nine trips to the Den. They haven't scored in the last four. It's. Um, you know, it's, it's traditionally been a very tough place to go um, for Leeds United. You know, we all know what to expect. It's going to be sort of a brain crowd there. It's going to be a really physical game, um, and it's it's going to be interesting. You know, if if it is Leeds' first defeat of the season, I think we're going to see a lot of people come out and say, "Oh, Bielsa has been found out. His team doesn't like it up and at them." But you know, I, I think that's not the case. They proved they can mix with uh, with Middlesbrough in the, in the last game. You know, they went toe to toe with the Tony Pulis side. You know they were physically superior. Their back line was was men of giants, and you know they they matched them sort of toe to toe. You know, yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned Middlesbrough. That that was Bielsa's in terms of uh, talk of, around pre- preparation for Millwall. He said that Middlesbrough was the perfect game to prepare for Millwall. Yeah. The only difference he said was that 
it's away from home. That's the way he sees it, mm. which I think is quite interesting because you know Millwall have lost. I think it was three games on the bounce. Where, where you know, and, and there's no lack of respect from Bielsa for a team like that. He he he, he looks at he only focuses on their strengths and doesn't take doesn't take any good game for granted. And I think he. Um, you know, if, if they're preparing for, for Millwall the way they did for Middlesbrough, mm. that that's just it's just another thing that excites me about Bielsa's outlook on on the, each game week. You know, from from what I've seen, absolutely. And I think yeah, it's, it's that mentality. I think even um, Neil Harris, the Millwall boss, he, he spoke about that. We put a piece up this morning, which saying um, comparing. You know, I think he was asked, you know, are you going to take some seeing that you beat them last year? Is, is that something you can take into the game? And he realises that this is a very different Leeds United team, even though personnel-wise they're, they're very similar. He spoke about that mentality that Bielsa's bought, and I think that's been, you know, just as important as their dealings in the transfer market and and you know the pre-season training and all that. Everything it's it's that mentality. You know, you don't get the feeling this Leeds United side are going to sort of fold over and uh, you know and wilt under under what's going to be a really sort of hostile atmosphere and uh, down at the Den on on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, it should. Um, should be a good one, that really. Um, obviously, we're going to be down there. Uh, myself and Baron will be at that match, so we'll be bringing you all the all the coverage there, um, all the build-up, player ratings. Uh, we'll do a Facebook live from there. So, obviously, stay tuned to Leeds-Live.co.uk. We'll we'll bring you all that. Um, the other sort of point of order, um, news-wise, over the last uh, last week or so, is the international break. Normally, you spend, you cross your fingers, hoping that the players who go on international duty don't come back injured. Leeds have seemed to flip this on the head this time. It's the players who have stayed have got injured <laughs> or been injured. Um, but there's a few few plus points to take from the uh, from the international um, the players who went out there. Um, as we said earlier, Tyler Roberts made his first two appearances for Wales. So again, you know, if he can, the stage is almost written for him there, isn't it? So you have you have a fortnight where you make your first international debut and then you score, you know, a late late winner against Millwall <laughs> at the Den. Like, yeah, can. you can see it written in the stars, can't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to jump the gun with it. But yeah, I think. Um, there to believe, yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> and and Klitsch as well. He he scored for Poland, didn't yeah. he? Which was on his return to the national international side. I mean, he must just be thinking, <clears throat> my, my you know my career has just been turned around in, in a matter of weeks since Bielsa mm. landed in in England and, and in Leeds. You know, it's it's unbelievable, unbelievable the transformation he's had, and he's now, you know, he's easy. He's we're going to be turning so. Um, you know, for the Millwall game to, exactly, to step yeah. up and be the be the star man there, especially without uh, Hernandez in the side. That match should really suit him. Um, some of the quotes he he said um, during the international break is about how now he's playing everything with energy, with speed, and I think that's going to be sort of crucial for this game. You know, Leeds Leeds can't sit back and let it. But but it's great for Klitsch. Yeah, he's um, it's been four years I think since his last cap, and he's come in. He started their first game in the international break. Was a sub against Ireland, and obviously came on, scored um, scored a late equaliser. So. That's it again. Should should give him confidence. Um, Alioski also grabbed a couple of goals for Macedonia, so that's um, yeah. He's he's another one that he, he needs to step up a little bit in, in some ways. You know, I he think needs so. To be yeah, he, I know he's had a good start to the season, but he should. Well, I think it's been a bit indifferent his start to the season. Um, he's still at heart. It can be a bit frustrating at times for me. Um, I was playing around. We've we've got a, a tool on the website where you can um, select your own team to face Millwall. Um, so I put that out today. I, I did three alternative teams sort of planning for, for each timeline um, of who goes up front. Is he in yours? Um, I think so, but I did an alternative. My sort of out there risky team um, is one where you make a couple of changes on the flanks and I had um, I had Roberts and, and Clark on the flanks there um, giving Alioski uh, a rest there because he, he's 
still is frustrating. His work rate can't be faulted. It, that's excellent. But he just put in a shift. Yeah. Some of his um, some of his final ball and decision making. You know. That's it, and it, it, he needs to. Yeah. Th- that's what I mean in terms of him. But like you say, he needs to be in terms of that creativity that's going to be yeah. lacking from, from Hernandez. It. You need somebody like Ali. We look to him to and, come in. and Harrison yeah. and um, yeah. on the other flank who looks the most likely to, to start opposite him. Um, and Harrison again, he's, he's shown certainly shown signs of what he can do, and he's, he's largely been um, you know cup appearances, and uh, he obviously filled in for Hernandez against um, Borough. But yeah, I don't think people I have think... quite. There was a lot of excitement around him coming from Man City, and obviously yeah. that, you know that the sort of you know. Pep giving you know giving him that you know being being backing him sort of thing. Mm. Um, I don't think I don't know if fans have maybe seen that yet. You know, in terms yeah. Of so on the back of that excitement, as but. I say, we, we've seen flashes from him. So if he can put in you know a, a really good shift, um, you know, in a game like Millwall, then um, you know give him confidence because Pablo isn't going to be back until until the middle of October probably. So as I said before, six games we're going to miss with him. So. Um, if Hernando, if sorry, if um, Harrison can get in this groove, um, you know the opportunity is there, and that's the way it's going to be with this the sort of thin squad. The opportunity will knock for these players who haven't been starting. They they have looked slightly off the pace in the cup games they've played so far, but I think we're going to see now them coming in, and um, you know it's, it's up to them to sort of prove they are up to speed with the Elsa's methods and, and make the most of it. So they're certainly a couple to watch. Um, what did you think of um, of Janssen on the international breaks? He had a bit of a yeah, up and down for him, up and down. It? And, uh... Yeah, so he captained the first game. Um, by all accounts, that was that went quite well for them, or, or right for them. Um, but then it was the Turkey game that sort of got the uh, got the headlines there. He um, they were they were two and up going into the 88th minute and um, went on to lose three two. So uh, he, he was not a happy bunny. Um, also, there's quite a few quotes from him in the Swedish press. Um, sort of, <laughs> I think he came out and basically just said he was pissed off, <laughs> right, you know <laughs> which um, you believe, uh, you know, if you've um, seen any of his uh, press conferences that he's given recently, he's, he's always very honest and everything, so I think there'll have been a bit of soul-searching in the Janssen household, but... Um, yeah, I mean, maybe he's ready to, to prove a point at Millwall that's, and that's get, get back yeah. to winning yeah. ways, you know, we know what he's, what he's like when he responds well to his sort of, to his own... You know, irate nature. Yeah, like, that's that it. Can be a good thing, especially uh, going into Millwall. That's it. And I think um, again, what this international break's done for him is any any of that remaining rust that might have been there, because um, obviously he was late coming coming back this season because of his time in the World Cup. So all the rust should be off now. You know, he's got more minutes under his belt. So hope, you know, yeah. he, he's and Berardi's out. I mean, he, Berardi yeah. was picked over over Janssen, wasn't he, for, for, for Borough. Yeah, and, was... and, and rightly so, by the by the performance that Berardi put in. He, Definitely, um, he put in a great shift yeah. against the Sombolonga. Um, it, right, it was the right decision, but you know, you, you go back to, to earlier last season, you, you wouldn't have imagined that being the case. You no, know, Berardi exactly. keeping Janssen out of the team. So, yeah, um, um, but, you know, it, it's a good player to bring back in, isn't it? You know, we just um, got to hope there's no more sort of problems there, because, again, they're going to get thin at centre-back if, um, if anyone else is there. So, yeah. Don't get sent off against Millwall, Pontus. I think is the uh, <laughs> what a lot yeah. of Leeds fans will be saying. Right. Uh, and we also saw Northern Ireland just to sort of box off the um, the international break stuff here. Um, Bailey Peacock Farrell had a, quite a tough competitive debut. Um, they lost to Bosnia Herzegovina. There was a mix up at the back for the what proved to be the winning goal. Him and Craig Cathart. Um, I, th- I think you just want him to just just forget about it. Yeah. Move on. Hopefully. You know what I mean? Like Le- I think... Leeds fans won't have engaged too much with that game. I think. Yeah, it's, exactly. You know, he, he got the cap. He exactly, he was, he was called out a bit on ITV by the coverage there. Um, it's Lee Dixon and Ian Wright both called him out. But um, as you say, he's a young goalkeeper. This is going to happen. You know, he's not going to go through his whole career without making a mistake. We, we've not seen him 
make any costly, really high-profile gaffes in a, in a lead shirt. You know, certainly nothing that's led to them directly losing points or whatever. But um, yeah, I think, I think he, it's good for experience, isn't it? It's, I think you can take positives out of that. You know, yeah, he's still so young, and the fact that he is the number one in this Leeds United side, and yeah. with, with this, you know, with the prospect that we've got for this for, for this season, absolutely, it's unbelievable. And the way he finished last season was completely unexpected. Yeah, that was not nobody saw that coming that he completely. would be able to step up that way. Yeah, he's still like you say, goalkeepers have mistakes in them, especially when they're younger. You know, as long as he does it um, when he's playing for uh, for Northern Ireland, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Than, <laughs> for Leeds, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, Stuart Dallas spoke in the media and he said, you know, they're all the squad was sort of guiding him through it. So, you know, I, I think he's had such a good six months. I, I, that's that's not going to ruin it for him. You know, hopefully he picks up where he left off against Middlesbrough because he put in a really really good uh, performance against Middlesbrough. You know, yeah, definitely. Set pieces all coming his way. He dealt with absolutely everything that was thrown at him. Um, made a couple of really good stops as well. So. You know, the Leeds United number one jersey is undeniably his at the moment. So, yeah, so yeah, there's so many previous Leeds United teams that would have lost that game against Middlesbrough. Exactly. You know, yeah. and the way we held on. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it was. It was know, very encouraging, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and obviously Dallas, he, he managed to score as well in the international break. Yeah, I quite, I quite like Dallas. I, I think he's um, he's he's had some good periods at Leeds, honestly, since he came. Um, I, I don't know. I like. I haven't seen it. I haven't. I know he's not. He's not featured it so much as he um, this season. But um, yeah, well, he was carrying an injury. So um, again, what's good for him? He played um, two two games on the break. So that's another you know hundred and um, hundred and eighty minutes under his belt there. Yeah. So so that's that's decent, really. Um, and again, none of those none of these players have been injured who are on international duty. So it's yeah. uh, <laughs> like you say, that's best. Save, save that for the ones who are left back at Thorpe Arch, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously you were at Bielsa's press conference yesterday. Just just quickly, that's that's the first one you've been to. Um, what what did you make of it? Hearing him speak because I, I think he's fascinating. No, it, it was it was fascinating. Yeah, it's sort of the first time I've sort of seen him in the flesh, close mm-hmm. up. Um, I mean, he, the, the most interesting thing was, he, I mean, a big talking point ahead of a you know a trip to the den is is the atmosphere. How how are Leeds going to cope? They obviously haven't coped so well in in previous games. Um, and he was asked about that hostile uh, environment that, that they'd be playing in, and he, he he sort of misunderstood the question in a lot of ways. He he sort of went on to talk about violence in football and went down a bit of a, a bit went off on a bit of a translation, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, potentially. But 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 it almost made me think maybe it's just because he genuinely doesn't see that as a as a factor in football. He doesn't. Mm. Yes, he knows that. Um, and he did. And he did praise the Leeds United support and said, you know, if any support is going to be influential, it's Leeds United. You know, over any other team. Mm. Um, so why are we concerned about it? And and I think his, you know, his take was that it's not going to affect the players on the pitch. That they're to, you know, and uh, Liam Cooper, who's, who spoke in the press conference as well, he, he said the same. He said, you know, that that really doesn't affect him when it when it when it comes down to it, um, you know, and sort of just quashed any any talk around um, the record against Millwall and whether the players can mentally cope in that mm. in that environment. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's certainly going to be interesting on um, on Saturday. We'll we'll hear from Bielsa afterwards, so perhaps it'll be another chance to. Ask him about that atmosphere and, and what he thinks of it. But um, as I said, yeah, leeds-live.co.uk all weekend. Um, bring you all the build-up action, fallout from that game. Um, now we're going to look at something different for the second half of the podcast. Um, obviously, with it being International Week, um, we've had a look at a few sort of uh, different stories this week. Uh, got our retro heads on and went down memory lane. And um, I love it's this. a bit of fun. Well, um, a story that I, that I put up earlier in the week was... Um, 
basically the challenge of setting yourself like your ultimate lead squad from a uh, base of players that, that you've watched since you've been a fan. Um, so no, rather, rather than just the, you know, the who is the greatest player, it's Billy Bremner, it's John Charles type list. Um, it's a good way of, you know, sort of players that had sort of personal connection to you that, you, that you've seen play, that you liked. So um, I drew up a 25-man list, um, which has got plenty of debate. Um, unfortunately, my fandom goes back nearly 30 years because I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of these names, a lot of these names, like, you know... I know them like like your Dorigos and and and, and Batty and, and and the like. It's like you know I, I know how how big they were for Leeds, so they would be yeah. in my they would be in my twenty five man squad. But yeah, there's there's a lot of my time supporting Leeds has been off the back of the uh, you know when we went down to oh three oh four and beyond the dark so, period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's a few in there that that, that I mean, you know, um, just looking at. I saw down at the bottom you got you got Becchio in 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 there. I mean he was he was prolific for us, wasn't he? In, yeah. You know when, when we're at our worst in in some ways. But um, I saw that you missed out Beckford and like my from what from when I've been supporting like Beckford was quite a big. He was quite. He's been quite a big part of my time supporting. Absolutely, Leeds. yeah. That um, to us that was one of the tougher ones. Um, I you, we'll, we'll go through this in a minute. But um, in, in terms of strikers, I, I basically. I could only put one striker from that period in, I thought. And um, it was obviously Beckford or Becchio. And there's just something about Becchio, just watching him play. Just, he was, <laughs> he was cool, you know. Yeah. He, um, he scored an absolute hatful of goals, obviously more than Beckford. Beckford has these two moments, you know, he has the, the goal um, to get Leeds promoted out of League One and the goal at Old Trafford. The which, goal at Old Trafford, that's um, the thing. That's what, I think some, that's what I think will divide Leeds fans. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, let's, let's go through the list. Yeah, tell tell me where I'm to, wrong. Tell I me where I'm to, wrong. Um, I just wanted to raise that first. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Exactly, right. So um, this is my list. Obviously, I'm, as I say, I'm going back. I put myself at the start of the Howard Wilkinson era is when I started. I can't quite remember the very, very first season or two of Wilkinson, but sort of 89-90 a year. That's when I went to my first game. So um, goalkeepers, I've got Nigel Martin. Yeah, if definitely. anyone disagrees with me there, they're just blatantly wrong. Exactly. Um, I got John Lukic in. He was, I remember the title winning team. He was in there, so I thought I had to get him in. Yeah, definitely. Well, last one was Paul Robinson as well. I think we forget how good he was. Yeah, and interesting. My, my, my first game was um, my first game at Ellen Road. Watching was when Robinson scored against Swindon. Uh, Swindon in the cup. In yeah, cup the game. League Cup. Last minute. Oh. I think we were two <laughs> two one down. I think I think we won. We went on to win on on penalties. And I remember and that was a Tuesday night under the spotlights. And I remember just thinking. This is this yeah. is unbelievable. And I think it was a relegation season, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I thought, God, is it like this every time? The keeper comes up and, and you know and scores, and you know, in, in front of a packed Ellen Road. So way, like, way to manage expectations, Leeds United. Yeah, exactly. so he, he'd be my first man in the team because of that moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I've got two right backs, Gary Kelly. Yeah, definitely. Given the time frame of my time supporting Leeds, I thought he had to go in. Obviously, five hundred appearances. Controversial one here, um, Sam Byron. A lot of people are going to disagree with this now. I've stuck him in because I, I love to see a player come up through the youth system and then become you know one of the key parts of the uh, of the first team. I was watching a lot of um, under 18s when he was playing, so I, I've sort of seen him came right through the ranks, you know, playing the 16s and the 18s, the under 21s as it was then before the 23s came in. Um, earmarked him one early as one you know to watch early, and it's just really satisfying seeing him come through. I, I don't think there's much better things in football as a fan than watching one of your own come through and become this key part um, yeah interesting no, I, I know he was um, you know he, he, 
like you say, the way the way he came through and he just and he just grew into our most important player, mm. you know, in in the time before yeah. before he left. I just I don't know whether it's just too recent and, and you just think of well, oh, there's there's another player that's gone off, you know, to bigger and better things. Yeah. Um, well, he hasn't, we c- has he? Well, <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's back at Nottingham Forest now. But um, yeah, but yeah, I probably should have. I think if I was a slightly older, I'd, I'd go for Mel Sterling there. But I didn't sort of get. I was a bit too young to appreciate the cult of Zico. Um, back at the Howard Wilkinson but um, left back Tony Dorigo that was another really easy one for me he was brilliant if you saw him play and if I have to have Ian Hart you know yeah, those, those free kicks in that time so not too much there um, centre backs Lucas Radaby yeah. I think I make a point saying he'd be my captain I don't think anyone will disagree with that Jonathan Woodgate yeah Woodgate yeah, um, as I mentioned in the piece he's one of the great what ifs of Leeds United history isn't he you know what if he'd not gone out that night to Majestics and got in that yeah. trouble you know uh, it's was, um, um you know he could have been an absolute colossus for Leeds England you know but um but it wasn't wasn't to be he um yeah. bizarre old career he, he ended up having a very bizarre career the move yeah, to Real Madrid and, and all that but um he was one of the big names like when I when I was quite young and sort of you know and, and supporting Leeds went as far as getting names on the back of shirts and collecting the stickers sticker yeah. books and, and looking for the big names it was mm. it was the likes of Woodgate and and Boya uh, who I think is on this list yeah um, but yeah sorry go, go for it so Chris Fairclough I've got in defence might be a bit before your time that but um, he actually bit, scored the I first know. goal I saw at a football match they, uh, it's when Leeds lost to Barnsley in the uh, promotion campaign the only game they lost at home all year first game I went to Great. so that's that's how Leeds Manage my yeah. expectations. But he, he scored the goal. You saw a goal. He did score the goal. They went one up, I think. Um, <laughs> and he, he was a cracking player. There's um, there's a link to it in this piece actually. John Howe wrote a really good um, piece from our Leeds United Centurions um, series, where we ahead of the uh, the centenary next year, we're looking back at some of the best ever players. So um, you'll find the link to there on that. Really worth checking out. In fact, I had to include Rio Ferdinand. Um, might not be the most popular decision, but you know, for that time, for those couple of years, he was. You know, such a classy defender. It's just strange. It's strange seeing him in a Leeds United kit. You know, because of, because of what he went on to achieve with, with Man U. Yeah. It's but I think you're right. Um, I think he's got to be in there. Like, yeah. like you say, you you talk here about just just on talent alone. Um, yeah. Which you know, some might disagree, and they might be a little bit bitter, but. Yeah, I think he's got to be there. I think yeah, exactly. Um, Dominic Matteo, he made it as well. Again, perhaps not talent wise, the best, but. It's that goal of the San Siro. It's um, you know football's all about moments, and although that massively contradicts my reason for not including Jermaine Beckford (laughs) and the Old Trafford (laughs) goal, I'm fully aware I'm a complete hypocrite. But you know they they sing every week about about that goal still, so he's gone in. Um, So that's the defence midfield. We've got David Batty, which of course you know one of the first names on the list. Uh, Olivier Dacor. um, Now he was a player. He was um, again. We've had another Leeds United Centurions bit up on him this week from uh, from John. And it just made, reminded me what what a classy player he was. Gosh, and, we spent uh, seven point two million on him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in two thousand, and um, I, w- I was wary at the start because I'd seen him at Everton, and he wasn't all that. And this is the time when seven point two million was was a lot of money, a lot yeah. of money for Leeds United to spend. They they would spend more, but um, yeah, he was he was just a really class act. Like such a shame the way his career at Leeds didn't pan out in the end. You know, after these couple of years where he did so well. Um, James Milner goes in as well, yeah, like just because James Milner goes in every single list we can do. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, you know, we, the, the only the only knock on his Leeds United career is that it was too short. Really, I think. Um, yeah, will he come back again? That's what everybody keeps asking. Uh, will, will it'd be, be good, wouldn't he, it? He'd love Leeds, yeah, he? it would be good. He loves Leeds. His family's here. 
Exactly. And, you know, he's, he's still he's one of the fittest players at Liverpool. I know in their pre-season testing, he was he was right up there. So you know, I don't unless he's had enough. I don't think he's going to be hanging up his boots for a little while. So perhaps a little uh, late career swan song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we will see. Um, Gary McAllister's made it in um, again. Just another really classy player. I, I think it's you obviously have to include him if you can remember him. Yeah. See, I sort of, I just remember him from when he, from when he managed, managed us for a little bit. Yeah. It didn't end too well did it no um, no sacked on was it Christmas Eve he was sacked I think wasn't it by Ken Bates happy Christmas <laughs> <laughs> um, next one's probably one you remember Andy Hughes yeah he was he was he was great I think it was it was the just putting in that shift for the yeah, side and probably it. showing the yeah. most passion of any any player on the field when he was with Leeds and I think when we were down in the in the depths of League One mm. um he was you know he was the one that's what that's what fans wanted to see yeah. you know just just wear it proud to wear the shirt and I think that's yeah. he wore that on his shoulders and I, I think that's why he was a he was a bit of a, a fan favourite around, around that yeah, time yeah completely um, yeah, you know definitely. he never he never pretended to be the most talented player ever but you know he, his application meant he squeezed every drop out of his um, ability and um, just had an absolute yeah you know yeah, definitely. link with the crowd um, onto the wingers we've got Gary Speed again how can you not um, I make a point in this piece of just saying it's, given the career he had it's, it's quite easy to figure out that he um he was like this blistering right winger type in his early days as a Leeds Leeds player, and really exciting. You know, um, obviously moved a bit more central as his career went on, but yeah, uh, another great. And you know, he's obviously he's never going to be forgotten at, at Ellen Road, so he had to go in. Um, after Gordon Strachan, that means we've got the four members of the ninety ninety two um, promote uh, title winning midfield. Again, another another simple choice there, I think. Yeah, Lee Bowyer in as well. Um, again, might might upset a few people, I think. Given his sort of um, his his role in the uh, proceedings that uh, derailed sort of the O'Leary side and all the, all the turmoil around then, but um, you know he, he was, it, a great it was one of the big times. Yeah. Wasn't he? Back in you know in in that era, um, I remember my, my sister used to go to a lot of Leeds away games and you know in the Champions League, and, and she always used to talk about Boyer being a, a favourite player. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Um, our final winger, uh, Rod Wallace. Um, He's another great one. Just have a look at his, the best goals he scored for Leeds. Like they are, oh, they're brilliant. Some of them. Yeah, the, I've, uh, not seen it. I've not seen them. Have a have a look at the uh, goal of the season winner he got um, against Spurs in 1994, and, and come back to me. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. that's a good goal. <laughs> right, um, we'll blast through these strikers because there's nothing too controversial here. I don't think we've got Mark Viduka. Yes, um, just a very talented footballer. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, you know, I think some people. Might not have liked his, you know, his on-pitch demeanour. Sometimes he looked a bit lazy, but no, he was he was very very skillful. Did it in the big games, generally speaking. Excellent player. Tony Bower has there been yeah. a better scorer of great goals in the Leeds United side? No, he's one of them that like. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit a bit before a bit before mm. my time, but I've probably seen his goals more than any other That's Leeds it. goal. That's it. Going, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and they, they're always in the list of the best. Yeah, know, thirty goals ever. Oh, of course. Football. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I don't think it's hard on Twitter to go more than a week without seeing um, seeing the, the Liverpool or the Wimbledon goal. But um, yeah. Lee Chapman next. Again, this is from my days as an early Leeds fan, uh, back when they were um, winning Division Two and Division One. Um, he was sort of the first number nine I remember watching. You know, sort of rough, competitive style. He was, uh, yeah, he was a good he was player. A bit of a fan favorite, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, team. he was. Yeah, and I remember meeting him. Um, getting his autograph when I was, you know, sort of eight or nine years old and he had a son called Joe and I was like, oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, uh, he makes the list. Um, we've, already, we've already discussed Becchio. Um, he's on the list. So the last one, 
just for a bit of controversy, uh, Adam Smith. Now, when I was thinking about this list, um, I think if he'd written it, you know, 15 years ago, there's there's not a chance he'd have been on <laughs> fresh on the back of um, leaving for for Man United. But I get the feeling that among the fan base, it's sort of turning their opinion on him because obviously he was, you know, cast, he was you know called Judas and everything, booed when he when he left for Man United. But um, he was he was at the um, Derby game early this season. He obviously popped up on the Sky coverage. And the feeling among Leeds fans online was very much like, oh yeah, yeah, Leeds legend and all this. So, I think I think people's yeah. perceptions of him are changing. Yeah, they seem to be forgiving him a little bit. I think um, definitely on on impact in in a Leeds United team, hundred million percent needs to be in this in mm. in this list. As, as you say, I think um, for me, I'd, I'd put I'd put him in there. Yeah, like you, you know, you sort of all I remember is is the way is that is you know how he sort of. The impact that that that, that leads him. I just remember that scene when he was crying on the pitch when, the, when it. it went down. Down at Bolton, it. yeah. You know, like he really was the club at one point. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you know, I think, like you say, now, now the years have gone gone past. You sort of those memories maybe come back a little bit more. Yeah, um, and I think people are generally buying the explanation more now that he had to be sold. Well, we knew he had to be sold for the, for the money, but I think Pete Lorimer has defended him in the past, saying that. Man United are the only club willing to pay the money up front and it meant Leeds could have folded at the time. So I think a lot of people are coming around to that point of view now and so yeah, it'd be interesting, like yeah, interesting. his best time, the best time of his career really has, oh, yeah. has been at Leeds hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. So and you didn't we didn't know that back then, you know, you could have gone on and had a great I said the, te- the teenage and the and then the young striker who was scoring with his first touch against Liverpool or net yeah. goals in the Champions League, like with all due respect to his time at Man United and Newcastle and places like that when he's Playing largely in midfield, you know, it didn't, didn't touch those highlights at all, did it? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, maybe that's what that, that's you know, because when you think of yeah, Smith at his best, it's the Leeds. Yeah. Which you, know, you can't always say that for some of these players that have gone on, you know, mm. like Ferdinand. It's it's just a distant memory. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Um, so. so I ended up with a few honourable mentions. Um, I'll just chuck some names in to evoke a few memories, like Paddy Kisnorbo. He was one, you know, a good fan <laughs> favourite, but he didn't quite make the list. Danny Mills was very close to being on. Um, there's some homegrown players like Lewis Cook, Johnny Housen, Fab Delph. They're all, you know, yeah. I think if the list was a bit longer, they'd be on there. But, it's um, interesting that you, so you put Byron, Byron in, but you didn't put people like Cook in. I'd probably put Housen in as well. I think Housen yeah, was, was brilliant. Housen was close. It was just... Um, but why not Cook then? Just because he left too soon? or I think so. I think because he's got so much more to give in his career, um, you know, and it was such a, a short time he had in the first team at, at Leeds. You know, but Byron really came up through and really established himself for a little while. Um, Cook, not as long, and I think we still see the best of him. Like, and, and it's tricky, like trying to get Lewis Cook in above the midfielders I did put in is is tough True. as well. Like, that's why it's quite a good exercise actually. And um, but we'd love to hear your teams that you've got from your time supporting Leeds. So if you sort of hit us up on the comments of this article, or you go on um, our Twitter and Facebook pages, just um, fire us over some names. Like I so said, we made it a twenty-man list, so twenty-five players from your time supporting the club. We'd love to hear it from you, and um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll publish some of the best there. Who who would you put in that I've not got? Just it's just Housen, Housen. definitely. I just remember those two two goals mm. against Carlisle. Yeah. I just think that was the time when when we were believing again, yeah. you know, that we could do it. And he was again just just leads, you know, homegrown leads through and through. Um, it's a shame when he when he went. And went to Norwich, and it's a shame seeing him now in, in a Middlesbrough side, you know, coming to <laughs> in a Tony Pulis Middlesbrough side, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
you know, he played some of his best stuff, I think, arguably, when he was, when he was with us, um, albeit in League One. Mm. Um, and then, as we mentioned at the start, um, Beckford. I, I know he was. I know. I know he was sort of a controversial character. Maybe not as well liked as Beckio, but just that goal at, at Man, Man U it was just yeah. it was just what Leeds United needed at the, at the time. You know what I mean? Oh, gosh, we, we don't forget it. I mean, on the anniversary every year yeah. in, in early January. January third, Beckford Day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's um, it's a fun exercise to do that. So we'd encourage as many of you to to send them in as possible. Um, right, we'll call it a day there. Um, it's not, probably not good for your health too much uh, thinking about how good things used to be with Leeds United. So um, onward yeah. and upwards to the Millwall game. As mentioned earlier, all the coverage you can want on there on the website leeds-live.co.uk. Um, we'll be with you all weekend. Um, also check the social media channels for more of that. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, if you could rate and review us on iTunes or your uh, podcast um provider of choice that'd be great um but otherwise thanks for coming in there matt yeah thanks a lot yeah that's a pleasure yeah just fingers crossed for the weekend and and for these uh for these next few games absolutely well said right and uh we will speak to you next week cheers then goodbye